0: Hey guys, before we get started on today's episode with Bad Religion, just wanted to let you know that we did reference in the episode that this was episode one of the 12 Pots Christmas. This one is actually going to be episode number two. Uh, If you didn't listen a couple days ago with our Lindsay Sterling episode, um, that episode was actually supposed to drop uh, later on in December, but because we were able to get an interview with Lindsay and with her show in Grand Rapids... um, on thursday we decided that it would be best to push her episode recording uh to a couple of days ago in place of this one so with that guys enjoy bad religion this is episode two and we will see you guys next week for more 12 pods
1: of christmas it's the 12 parts of Christmas And this is Notes Me It's the 12 parts of Christmas And this is Notes Me It's the 12 parts of Christmas And this is Notes Me Now it's time for Brandon and Steve
0: Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Hey, <laughs>
1: Wow! wow
0: (laughs) oh my god i can't play
1: what but you can quote elf okay it works out
0: (laughs) guys welcome to the second annual 12 pods of christmas episode one we're doing Um, it again we're doing it again because why not uh guys this is so exciting this is the greatest time of year we just want to uh this december wish you a very merry christmas happy holidays uh we love you we thank you and we are excited to jump into what we are talking about today
1: yes so you steve, are you are correct
0: so steve we are starting off with with an album man
1: i mean late, all late, a late edition
0: it, it was a late edition because we were trying to figure some stuff around, move some stuff around. And uh, so, Steve, what are we talking about today?
1: So now just to to give a little bit of back here before I get the album. Um, last year, the 12 Pods of Christmas was kind of birthed out of a joke. We had just started the podcast. We were both kind of... Um, I will say we were young and dumb when it came to, like, podcasting and, like, what it would actually take to record what tends to be 13 episodes in the month of December because we do what we do at the end of the year one.
0: And now we're just dumb.
1: Now we're just dumb. Um, (laughs) And last year for Christmas, for the 12 pods, Brandon inadvertently picked, like, two-thirds of them. I didn't really have any fight for any of them. Uh, but inadvertently, Brandon picked like two-thirds of the albums. Brandon is a huge Christmas guy. Um, loves him some Christmas music of all genres and variety. And can listen so to I, him
0: pretty much all year round if yes, I really want. Yes, and
1: does to. sometimes. but
0: Especially when I'm prepping for this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Brandon told me, hey, I picked most of these this year. Uh, last year. You go for it this year. What you got? So he gave... Me, Steve, the keys, yeah. to the kingdom, when it came to the 12 pods, it I did. gave him two vetoes. And then, you know, we collaborated on a few of them, but ended up, I ended up picking about two thirds of them this year. Yeah. And then you threw a few in extra on the back end there. Yeah. Um, so the one we talked about today was one that I found late and was super excited to, to put on there. It actually replaced James Brown's Funky Christmas It did. Um, which was gonna be which you
0: should talk if you have that list of what you sent me, you should we should be like it replaced this.
1: Oh (laughs) yeah, like uh Death Row Christmas (laughs) and the other ones I was throwing at you. Like I just like Brandon was was pushing me guys back in June June to start putting this list together six months early. Yeah. You've listened to this podcast, I barely like think six days early. That is true. He was like, what are you thinking? So I went and found the most off the wall shit I could find. I reddited the hell out of this. and was like, what are the worst, but also best Christmas albums ever?
0: We're actually and, doing a couple of uh, them. We
1: are doing a couple of them and they, they turned out pretty sweet. Yeah. But um, I threw a bunch of them at him and he he was like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I am. Let's go. He gave me full <laughs> Kings of the Kingdom. You only get two vetoes. Choose wisely, yeah. and uh, so I didn't end up holding him to a bunch, of those some of them were just for funsies, and I wanted to joke with him. A couple of them, not so much. Right. Um, and they turned out to be super cool. This one, however, I threw at him and said, Dude, check it out. I think you're gonna like it. So today, we are talking about bad religions, Christmas songs. Yes, we are. We are now. Before I get into my Wikipedia stuff, Brandon, yeah. What did you know about the band Bad Religion before I brought them to your attention?
0: Um, about as much as I knew about Meg the Stallion that we did on Tuesday, uh, so not much. If but I'm not being, as dirty. Not at and not at all. Not no. At all. So no, not, all not right. a lot.
1: Awesome. So I've I've been around this band for a while, uh, kind of liking punk music. They've been around forever. We'll get into that in a second here. But I've seen them on the warp Tour a few times. I've seen them uh, on a couple other shows. Uh, fantastic band. They're they're kind of the grandpas of punk. They've been around forever. Um, getting into my research here, guys. Uh, Bad Religion is an American punk band formed in 1980. 1980. They old. Yeah. They've been around my, for 40-some years.
0: My uh, My parents graduated high school in 1980.
1: My mom was 14. 13, 13. So, yeah, 13. A long time. Um, Yeah, a while ago. A while I wasn't ago. even born yet.
0: I wasn't um, even thought of yet. Yeah.
1: So, the band originally was on Epitaph Records, which was owned, which is, it actually is owned by the lead guitar player, Brett Gerwitz. Yeah. He owns Epitaph. But became popular after signing with Atlantic Records. Um, They have 17 studio albums.
0: That's crazy.
1: Of that, they've only got one top 20 Billboard album. I mean, they're not super popular in the mainstream. Um, But along with Rancid, NoFX, Green Day, um, they're credited with kind of the punk rock revival of the mid 90s. -hmm. So, kind of that like skater punk that kind of came out. Uh, in the mid, uh, mid to late '90s, mm-hmm. they're kind of credited as well as other bands to try to really push that forward. Um, the band is known for lyrics about religion, politics, the media, science, and society. Sometimes all in the same song. Yeah. Um, they're, okay, they I don't. It, yeah. They don't cut um, any corners. They don't. They don't pull any punches. Um, you know how they feel. When it comes to the songs, they actually do have one song on this album that's a, a pretty mainstay for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't a Christmas song, but fits pretty well, I think. Um, and it's just an interesting one. We'll get into that probably later on. Um, Christmas Songs was released October 29th, 2013. It's nine tracks long and only 19 minutes, just under 20
0: yep. minutes. It's quick.
1: It is quick it did reach number 101 on the billboard 200 and seventh
0: wow. on the holiday charts. Okay.
1: So I don't know. Not bad. No. Um. Now these guys had, had played these Christmas songs at multiple shows, um, but they really never, never jumped into a Christmas album before. But when they announced this album, they decided to donate like 20% of the profit to a charity that supports survivors of, Um, how to put this? People that were abused by priests or the clergy. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So they they said that that, you know what, we're gonna do a Christmas album. Um, this is where we want part of the part of the proceeds to go to. Sure. Um, and so they they do that big big social media social justice thing, making sure that it's not they're not just doing this for a money grab. Which right, some of these artists definitely did. 12 all. Yes. Um, and we've talked about them last year with uh, with a lot of artists. It was a money grab. And I think that this band in particular just said, you know what? We don't want to do a money grab. We no. know we'll sell the hell out of this. We will. It just is. People buy Christmas albums all the time. And punk kids want Christmas albums too. They just, you know, mm-hmm. they don't want to hear Mariah constantly. Right. So um, they want to hear something that they like. So they decided to do that. I thought that was kind of cool. They, they don't need they funds of the album to that. Yeah,
0: that's super cool.
1: So Brandon yeah uh we've got through my background here now the backgrounds and christmas albums are gonna be a little bit light depending on the artist because there's just not a lot on them and they're generally shorter albums too um i'll make it fun as we go along the way guys here but um brendan what was your favorite track on this album
0: yeah i picked their version of god rest you merry gentlemen okay now the drive on this one was really really awesome and I also really like that electric guitar solo in the middle, um, because yeah. because one thing that you guys probably know by now is how much I appreciate technicality and the 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 in depthness and musicality of musicians and artists themselves. So being mm-hmm. able to listen to this guitar player and just how he shreds on that guitar is just amazing to me. So that one for me, God rest you, married gentlemen was my favorite.
1: Awesome. What about, and, what about you? And I totally agree. Uh, really? but, but no, it oh. was not my favorite, oh. <laughs> but I agree with you. That song okay. Kicks ass.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, mine was my favorite was Ocom Ocom Emmanuel. Oh yeah. A church hymn yep. that kicks so much ass. Mm-hmm. Um, I seriously want to see a church band take this version on and do this.
0: You know, Maybe I not meant-
1: for something to sing, yeah. but as a showpiece. Sure. Because I think it'd be sweet. No, and and I, mentioned,
0: I mentioned that in my initial notes, and I was going to mention it later, but you brought it up, so I'll just mention it now. I really see this album being one of those where a church can take a song like this even god rest you Mary gentlemen some of these really churchy ones and make it be their christmas eve christmas day special song or whatever during like the offering time or whatever you know what i mean something like that this this obviously it wouldn't happen because it's bad religion and what they stood for but you know whatever um but a lot of worship pastors don't know about bad religion or what they stand for. So they might just do it anyway. So whatever. Anyway, they can still
1: do it. I mean, the band, the band's not, not, not unreligious. They just don't like the bullshit around it. This kind of situation with the band. So I think, I don't think the band themselves is, is uh, totally against religion. Yeah. They're against how religion is forced down our throats in the country by people who don't, participate on what they're supposed to be preaching that makes sense yeah yeah, it's more is more on the thoughts process that i think with this band and different songs they've put out including one on this album right um
0: so did you have more thoughts i kind of cut you
1: off there a little bit yeah but i think i think that a band could take this on you're gonna need a badass drummer though can't pull lars out on this one you're gonna need somebody that can that can seriously get back behind the kit and take it over especially on this track um the drummer is the star here. He just annihilates it. Um, But you also have to have a whole lot of guts because you're going to lose probably about 30% of your crowd. The blue hairs are going to be super unhappy that you did this. Yeah. But I do know some worship pastors who used to be like scene kids or punk rock kids who would love to take on something like this and make it a show, have some cool, do some cool lights, Mm -hmm. make it fun. I just think, the church needs something like this to just to give it a little bit of a push or a punch yeah. um, of you know youth there um, do you want to go into your least or do you want me to go online
0: I'll go in my, I'll go into my least favorite okay. so I my least favorite was little drummer boy um, decent track fits well with what they did for this one however um, it was one that had the least intensity and drive behind it and that was one thing that I really enjoyed about this album. Was their intensity and drive? So that one for me. Although still a good track, just was on was the low man on the totem pole. So, yep, that was it for me. What about you? Same. Yeah. Same.
1: I hate this song. Maybe it's because I married. Maybe maybe because I married my wife and she hates this song. If you listen to our Christmas episode from last year.
0: Oh, Oh yeah 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 yeah.
1: She hates this, but. No matter if the song rocks, because this one does, it does rock. There's there's a push there. It is not as as much as the others on the album, but I hate the pump pump humps. I just whatever they are. Yeah, that's I brought in some Meg Stallion in there a little bit, just a little bit of Meg. The pump The pump humps. Whatever you got to do there. The pump humps. There's some pump pumping going on, and I didn't like it. But my hate for that is so real, and I am petty. We've already discussed sure. this. Yeah. Even though it's Christmas, I'm still petty. Mm-hmm. I can't stand that damn song. It's probably because my wife hates it and I just well, it, I'm married to her, so yeah. it works out. But I agree with her in this yeah. situation. The song yeah. sucks. And yeah. I hate I hate when churches play it. I hate when they play it. Other places, I don't like it. Yeah. It's a waste of a song. Like it was, it's just not done very well. Just so, about a drum. Yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah. guys.
1: The only see. only person that could actually do that song well. Yeah. Was for King Country
0: last year. That's all they do. Because they were all drummers. Yeah.
1: It was okay. I liked that version of it. But other than that, dude, what were you going to say? I interrupted you.
0: No, you're good. I was just going to say, guys, it's time for the word association name game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Christmas Wang! Wang!
0: All right, Steve. So we, um, I got two of them for you. Now, these ones, yep. we'll see once how these progress throughout the 12 pods. I've got them for all of them. Okay. But uh, I had to come and be creative because, you know, as we go through a lot, bands, a lot of these times, Yeah, you hear these songs a lot of times, a lot of different versions. So, all right. Yep. So here's the first one. He ain't mine.
1: <laughs> oh, God. What child is this?
0: He ain't mine. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I have that conversation frequently.
0: <laughs> uh, except they are yours. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not all of them though. I do I do a breakdown. That was not mine. Nope. Yeah. Don't run
0: away. that That's true. All right, next one.
1: Lars. <laughs> oh, look at scrolling, scrolling. Not a song called douchebag. Nope. American Jesus.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Little drummer boy. <laughs> yep.
0: Mm. Yep. That was it. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy.
1: Yep. That guy gets way too much play. Uh, he does. So this. let's get
0: into our deep cuts here, Steve. Uh, I'll cool. start. Mine okay. was Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Okay. Uh, what a fantastic opening to an album. Um, yeah. it's, it's kind of traditional kind of at the beginning and then going into verse tr- two uh it really sets the tone for the rest of the album and what to expect moving forward so you can't go wrong with with hark the herald Angels sing so that one for me was my deep
1: cut what about you i went with what child is this okay a good another punk rock hymn. Mm-hmm. Dude, worship leaders let's go let's make this happen
0: yep i
1: uh, seriously The the song is awesome. The drive behind it is amazing. The best thing about doing this version of these songs, as I mentioned before, there's nine tracks in this album in under 20 minutes.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I know worship leaders. They want to squeeze as many songs as they can to in a very small amount of time. You know how you do that, guys? Double time. Let's go. Yep. And that's what they did on, on these hymns. You took traditional hymns, you put them to rock music, and you sped them up. Yeah. Because you can and it works. So I just push your boundaries, guys. We don't need to hear the same thing every single time, every single year. Yeah. Push it. Another reason we're doing the 12 pods the way we're doing them is because we want to bring in all genres of music all the time. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's just, it's an amazing song, not something you would hear. Um, usually this one, I, I picture a female singing it most of the time. Yeah. Um, and to hear it from the male, the male voice and have that come through and just, it just, it made me like stop every single time and just go, man, mm-hmm. so good. And like, I could have with a couple other ones too, but I just didn't do it. Yeah. Um, so I'll go with my final thoughts and we'll just kind of go from there, man. Merry Christmas from Steve. Yeah. You get punk rock to start off, baby. Yep. The band itself is amazing. It has been in the music industry forever. And I love when a band takes on traditional music, but doesn't change their style. They do covers. They do their takes on songs, but they don't change their style. To hear hymns done as a bad religion song is a breath of fresh air. And something I think that our religious leadership could learn from. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the same thing every single time. You can reach different people or more people taking chances. Yeah. I really, really, really. It's a 12 pods, guys, and it's Christmas. I really wanted to pick American Jesus as my deep cut on this one Mm -hmm. because the song it bites like nobody's business. If you're not familiar with this band and you listen to this album, but you didn't listen to the last song, listen to the last song and please read the lyrics. If you are a Christ follower as Brandon and I both are no problem saying that um, there is a problem within our country and how we, how we portray ourselves as someone who can preach, but not follow. Mm-hmm. And this song is, that song is completely about that. So, um, that is kind of what you're going to get with bad religion. It's going to make you think a little bit about how you, you are and what you do. And I think by doing these hymns where they did, it just kind of opened up this band for other people. And I'm hoping that this album opened up this style of music to show that hymns can be fun. Hymns can be great they don't always have to be so song like, sallow and you know sad and yep. you know just was res- res- reserved subdued yeah they can actually have some life to them guys um so i went with a 9 to kick this one off i wow. thought it was i thought it was great
0: wow nine i went with a 9
1: out 10. 9 out of 10 what All about right. you
0: B? so like we said I really want to challenge worship leaders to take one of these songs and make it fun. It would bring, it would be fun. It would be energetic and it would be different. And yet if you're one of those church leaders who has a uh, maybe older average age for your congregation, this album allows you to still maintain it, lets you ride that line of traditional versus contemporary because, the, the, the I don't know the rhythm is still the same. The how you sing the songs is still the same. It's just quicker. So um, this one for me was a really fun listen. Um, if you like the way normal Christmas songs are written and sung, you probably will like this one. Um, the rhythms are great tempos are amazing this band is awesome and I super enjoyed this one I also Steve gave this one a nine out of ten and the only reason why it's not a ten is because I wish it was longer than 20 minutes I wish there was I wish there was more or just the fact I wish there was maybe even just a second album a second Christmas one but um, not everybody can be Pentatonics with five Christmas albums or Mike Bubble correct so guys that is an 18 out of 20 to start off whew, the 2021 12 pods of Christmas
1: but that this has been day one of the 12 pods of Christmas coming at you with Bad Religions Christmas songs check this one out guys we both really really would want to want to push you to check this one out push your boundaries a little bit I think you'll love it See you guys. Notes, my goats. Notes, my goats. Notes, my goats.